Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Me over in 1 John tonight, chapter 1. And uh, I want to remind you, you know, Faith Explosion, again, is not just a series of meetings. It is a set time that we gather together each year to hear from God. And uh, it's a time when we all come together tomorrow, the alumni and the ministerial association will be meeting, and, and uh, 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 I think it's at 10 a.m., is that correct? No? Noon. Well, you can show up at 10. <laughs> Some of y'all need to show up at 10, because you'll be late. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, I'll be on time. On time's late. Uh, moving right along. Hallelujah. But it's, it's a time to come and, and, and we cast vision and this is where we're going and this is what we're doing. And tonight I want to minister to you along these lines of light and magnificent victory. Light and magnificent victory. There's some words that the Lord's been using with me over and over uh, today and at other times. And, and uh, one of them is revelation. Revelation. Uh, the other is illumination, revelation, and illumination. And uh, he's also been talking to me about a season of illumination. As I was leaving our house today, this morning early, Pastor Michelle walked me out, and uh, just in our garage, by the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God came on her, and she made the statement. She said, in this faith explosion, there will be, utterance that will, there will be utterances that will cause acceleration. Amen. Utterances that will cause acceleration. And I was meeting with a group beforehand tonight in, in my office, and uh, one of the young men said basically that same thing without me telling them what had been said. God's going to cause us to accelerate into things. Amen. The Lord said to us, and uh, I'm going to share some things with you that I have, we have not shared publicly. You'll remember the Sunday morning that we were here and the Lord said, what about 2021? And he said, it'll be a year of light and magnificent victory. Well, he shared some other things with me. I'm not going to share it all tonight. But he said, 2021 will be a time when eyes will be opened. The light will begin to shine in many places where darkness has pervaded. And much will come to the light as secrets and lies are exposed. And much that has been deceptive and destruction will, destructive will be made known. For the believer, the light will illuminate and reveal. It will illuminate the pathway and cause their steps to be sure. It will reveal in 2021 things that have been kept back for them. Things which were there all along and yet they had never seen. In 2021, they'll be revealed. In 2021, they'll be revealed. Now, notice how many times he uses the word, the light. 
And then he says, he says, the light will begin to shine. Much will come to the light. The light will illuminate and reveal. It will illuminate the pathway. It will reveal things that have been kept back. In 2021, they'll be revealed. Because it'll be a year of light and magnificent victory. When revelation comes, it's up to us to walk in the revelation that comes to us. Amen. As a matter of fact, every person under the sound of my voice watching online, I want to welcome everybody watching from Little Rock and, and all the other states and even nations that, that are watching. I, I am going to be judged on the revelation that I have on things, that I have the light that I have on certain things. When I, I've said this over the years, that when you start coming to a church like ours that preaches the Word of God, when you hear the Word, now you're responsible for it. When you come into a church like this and you hear uh, uh, 1 Peter uh, where it says 2.24 that with His stripes you were healed, now you're responsible to walk in that. Because the Word says with His stripes I was healed. When you hear, my God shall supply all of your need according to His riches and glory. Now, I'm responsible to walk that out because I've had revelation. Light has shown up. Amen. Revelation, and we'll talk about this more, by definition is an unveiling or an uncovering. All right? And so when something is uncovered, when something is unveiled, when something is revealed, it's up to the one that it's revealed to and unveiled to to walk in it. Because that's where the power of. Revelation has no power if you don't walk in it. If you don't walk in the light you have, then it has no power in my life. Look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 5. John says, This then is the message that we have heard of Him, and declare unto you, notice this, that God is light. God is light. One translation says God is pure light. God is pure light. And in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie. Is that right? And do not the truth. If we say we have fellowship with Him and we walk in darkness, we're lying. Why? Because we don't do the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship, one with another. Me with God, God with me. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. So notice he says that God is light. Everything that has to do with God is light. There's no darkness in him at all. Now we know that in, from talking about the goodness of God and the mercy of God and God is love and God is light and there's no darkness in him. But here's the thing. God who is light is the source of the word. God who is light is the source of the word. Look at 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. Just a few pages over. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 21. 
He says, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake. The, the uh, Greek says they were, they, they were carried on by the Holy Spirit. They spoke as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost. One translation says, for not by the desire of men did prophecy come aforetime, but being carried along by the Holy Spirit, men spoke words from God Who is the ultimate source of what they spoke? Who is the ultimate source of what they spoke? And so the word, the source of the word is God. All right, when we say this is God's word, it is because it's something God said, but these are are the recorded words of God. That's why over and over again in Scripture, it says the word is light. It says it's a light unto my fa- a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. For, uh, Psalm chapter one nineteen verse one hundred thirty says the entrance of your word gives light. Over and over again, the Bible talks about the word giving light. Well, what is the word? God's revelation to man, which produces what light. And so, Hallelujah. Notice Second Timothy three and sixteen. Second Timothy three and sixteen. A familiar passage of Scripture, but it says this, All Scripture, all Scripture. I'll say it again. You say it with me. You get quiet, you need to talk. All Scripture. Say it one more time. All Scripture. How is it given? By the inspiration of God. Amen. Is God breathed? All Scripture is God breathed. So every Scripture came out of the Spirit of God. Everyone, it's God breathed, and and notice what it says. And it says it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. What do all of those things have in common? They require revelation. They require revelation. So if you have a sound grasp on doctrine, it's because it was revealed to you from the Word of God. If, if you are reproved by the Word, revelation came, light came. You saw something you needed to change. Or if you were corrected. Or if you were instructed in righteousness. That, that's not instructed in holy living. That's instructed in the fact that you're the righteousness of God. How many remember when that revelation came to you that you were the righteousness of God in Christ, the light came on, revelation showed up, and your life changed. Because I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. So every scripture is God-breathed. And it's profitable for teaching, for conviction, for improvement, for training with respect to righteousness. Notice this, in order that the man of God, now notice this, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. The Woos Bible says complete, fitted out for every good work. How does that occur? Revelation. Now, in the context here, in this context that he's referring to, it's referring specifically to ministers. But here's the thing. The Word will produce those, word, those results in anybody that will walk in it. He's writing to Timothy and he says, 
All Scripture is God-breathed, and here's what it'll produce in you. You'll be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Everything that you need to do. I read you this Scripture Wednesday night in service where Paul said concerning Epaphras, he said, I bear witness of him that he's constantly battling for you in prayer that you might what? Stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Is that right? Well, what was he praying for? The same thing Paul wanted to pray for in Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3. That the light would come on. That you would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. That you would understand that you are a body wholly filled and flooded with God Himself. Amen. Perfectly furnished unto all good works. How does that occur? Revelation. Revelation. Illumination. Revelation. Illumination. Say it out loud. Revelation Revelation. and illumination. illumination. Say it one more time. Revelation Revelation. and illumination. So God in these meetings is going to reveal things to you and illuminate things to you and cause an acceleration to come into your life. Why? Because with illumination and with revelation, amen, comes a change of position. Oh, glory to God. So these verses state that God wrote the Word. God inspired the Word. Notice 1 John chapter 5 again. Or chapter 1, excuse me, verse 5. We'll read through verse 7. This then is the message we've heard of Him. And declare unto you, God is light. And in Him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. All revelation is light. And here's why. Because what God is, His Word is. If God is a thing, then His Word is that same thing. And so all revelation is light. And God will use His Word to reveal something to us. God revealed it to us through the Word. This is what's so important. We owe the world an encounter with God. I should say that again. We owe the world... An encounter with God. When that becomes a revelation to me, then the boldness in my life goes to another level. I'll show you this from the Word. We owe Him a revelation. uh, We owe the world a revelation of who God is. We owe them an encounter with God. Oh, hallelujah. Do you see that? I refuse to study the Word just to have something to preach. Because revelation is coming. Illumination is coming. Insight is coming. Amen. And what God wants to reveal to you this year and what God wants to make clear to you is where you can advance to and how quickly you can accelerate in it. Revelation, by definition, means to uncover or to take the veil off. When something is uncovered, it comes to light. Light has to be walked in. Amen. 
Light has to be walked in. When God deals with you about something, you have to walk in that. Once He reveals something to you and shows you something, maybe He'll show you your part in the body of Christ. Or He'll show you what you need to do or how you need to do it. Now, you're responsible to walk in that. Further revelation is dependent upon the the amount of obedience you have given to the current revelation. If I want further revelation, I have to be obedient where He has me right now in the level of revelation I'm walking in currently. Amen. Amen. I've had people tell me, and, 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 and uh, I, I never asked them to tell me, but I've had people tell me. I had a lady one time tell me, sitting here, she said, in, in Bible school, she said, when you start preaching on faith, she said, I understand faith clearer than I've ever understood it before. Now, revelation came. Light came. When that revelation shows up, I'm responsible to walk in it. Right? Light must be walked in. When we receive light on something, then I'm responsible to walk in it. Because if you're walking with God, you're walking with light. You're walking in light. Amen. That, are you following me? That's, that's why when you sit in a service and the man or the woman of God or the speaker says something and, and the lights come on, now you're responsible for that. Because the light has come. Light illuminates and light reveals. Light illuminates and light reveals. What does it illuminate and reveal? Things I need to change. It illuminates and reveals those things God desires that I possess. Scripture says this. It says that you are to walk as what? Children of light. What does it say to put on? The armor of light. Light is armor. Light is the way we walk. When you walk into a situation, you should illuminate the situation. It should never get more confusing and darker when you show up. It should always get more light and more revelation should show up. Why? Because you are light, according to Scripture, you are light in this world. And we talk about light, it's, it's not just light in the sense that you're, you're sharing the gospel, although we have to do that and we need to do that. It's when you show up, something occurs in the lives of people that light comes in there. Something is revealed. Amen. But I have to choose to walk in light. Look at John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Hallelujah. When God begins to reveal things for you to pray out, some, well, it's been a a number of weeks ago, the Lord began to deal with me in my prayer time. He would say, he told me, he said, I want you to pray that the sword of the tongue of, of deceit would be dulled and the tongue of the sword of truth would be sharpened. So every time I would go to prayer and I, w- I would go into my study at home and, and I would enter into prayer, I would say, Lord, I thank you. I, I declare that the sword of the lip of 
deceit is dulled and the sword of the, the lip of truth is sharpened. I thank you that deceit is uncovered. I thank you that lies are exposed. And now I know I'm not the only person praying that around the world, but here's the thing. Have you noticed in the last two or three weeks how, many, how much truth is coming out? And they're saying, oh, those articles were lies and this wasn't right and the thing, this was embellished. The truth's coming out. Amen. I said the truth's coming out. Why? Because God has to advance the cause of His church in the earth in the season that we're in. And the only way that that can occur is for light to show up. Amen. The world is in darkness. The Bible says the whole world lieth in darkness. That's why the light is in the world. The hope of the world is the believer. The hope of the city is the believer. The hope of the nation and the state is the believer who is walking in light. Because we have inside information. He's been having me pray recently uh, 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 concerning the key battleground states and pray that deception would be exposed and things would be maligned. Folks, listen, we can't get, take our foot off the accelerator. We can't take our foot off of what God's asked us to do. Light is what needs to happen in our nation. I have to choose to walk in light. John chapter 3, verse 14. Hallelujah. John chapter 3 and verse 14. This, of course, is when Nicodemus came to Jesus by night. And it says, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever should believe in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through Him might be saved. Now here's the issue. What are these statements? What are these statements? Light. Light. Notice this. Jesus is giving Nicodemus light. After these statements, he'll have to choose to walk in the light or, or refuse it. Many tonight, not, not here, I'm not talking about you. Many tonight are refusing light. They're just going about their life, doing whatever they want to do, and they're refusing light. There are hundreds of thousands, perchance millions of people that got up today and gave no thought to what God wanted for their life. They just went to work. They just went about their business. Living like eternity is not in the balance. Not walking in the light they have. Once Jesus made this statement, the light came and now He's responsible for it. When God tells you what you're supposed to do with your life, you're responsible for that. Because He's not going to change His mind. The gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. And whether you do what God has asked you to do or not, you will still stand accountable for it. Even if God gets somebody else to do it and they did it. Amen. Now, folks, why is this so important? If you're going to accelerate, if you're going to move into everything God wants you to move into, 
You got to walk in the light that you have. You can't get sidetracked. I said you can't get sidetracked. I've been telling people a lot recently. I don't care what anybody else is doing. I got enough to do to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I could care less what other ministries are doing or what they're saying. I have people say, you see this guy messed up and he this. Listen, if he did, fine. That's fine. I don't have time to talk about where he failed or she failed or they failed. We got to walk out the light that God's given us. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned or judged. He that believeth not is judged. When? Already. Why? Because he's not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19. And this is the condemnation or the judgment. What is the judgment? What is it based on? Light came into the world. Light came into the world. What happened? Men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. Amen. So the basis for this judgment is that light was made available and they didn't walk in it. The light was there. The answer was there. But they didn't walk it out. They didn't walk in it. So if I'm going to walk in light and magnificent victory, i got to start walking in the light that God has me operating in right now. What is God asking you to do? That is the light God has shined upon your path. You must walk in it. I I I don't have an option there. I have to walk in it. I have to walk it out. Where God is taking this fellowship, where God is taking these churches, we are on the precipice of everything that God has promised us, and light is just coming and coming and coming and coming and coming, and we got to walk it out. You have to walk it out. Everybody under the sound of my voice has something to do with what God wants us to do. If this is where you come to church, if this is what, where you call home, God has something for you to get involved in to move this thing to another level, and in doing so, you move to another level. Amen. Well, I just don't feel like I have a part. You know, I feel like I'm just kind of a tag along. That's pride. That's prideful. That's you saying, I want somebody to recognize me. I want want somebody to recognize my gifting, my anointing. What if they never do? What if they never do? When, When Elisha took Elijah's place and stepped into that room of the prophet. (laughs) The three kings, the king of Israel, the king of Judah, and another king, all went out to fight a battle. They got stuck. They ran out of water. And Jehoshaphat was there, and he said, Is there a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire at the hand of the Lord by? What did they say? Well, there is Elisha, the son of Shaphat, that poured water on Elijah's hands. What was he known for? Pouring water on Elijah's hands. Is that right? Notice when Elisha showed up, he didn't go, well, y'all aren't giving me my due. You're not recognizing my anointing. 
The more you want people to recognize your anointing, the less they will. Because God does not bolster and inflate pride. The Bible says God gives grace to the humble. See, now that's light. God, what is grace? God's power and God's ability used on your behalf. So God gives His power and His ability to the person that humbles themselves and walks in the light they have. I've asked ministers over the years in ministers' conferences, what if the only thing they ever said about you was you served your pastor? Would that be enough? If, if that's enough then you're on your way to greatness. See, that's light. The season that we're moving into is that there's got to be a group of people that could care less who gets the credit, just that God's purpose is fulfilled in the earth. Because it's going to take everybody. So there's going to be people in here that, 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 that prophesy. There's going to be people in here that operate in tongues and interpretation of tongues. The gifts of healing. The working of miracles. There's going to be people that preach. There's going to be people that have utterances. And everybody has to understand that this is a body thing that we're moving into. It's not about a person and not about a group of people. It's about a group of people that puts their hearts and their spirits together and says we want what you want, show us the light. Just show us the light. And we'll walk in it. That's what Isaiah 26 says. He says to Israel, he says, come on Jacob, let's walk in the light of the Lord. Let's, 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 let's move out of the darkness and let's walk in the light of God. Every anointing, every unction, every gifting, Every calling that God has placed on anybody's life, in here or anywhere else in the world, it is to advance the cause of God. It is to advance what God wants to do in a city, in a state, in a nation, and in this world. You walking in the light of what God has asked you to do will open up doors for your family. It will open up doors for the ministry. It will open up doors in your marriage. Your marriage will be days of heaven on the earth because you're both walking in light and and it doesn't matter who gets the glory. And it doesn't matter who gets the praise. I want to walk in the light. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I had a guy tell me one time. I had a, a minister speak. That, that One of the ministers here. And he did a good job. And I knew he'd do a good job. I was out of town. And I got back and the guy said, uh, you better watch it. People are going to start liking him better than you. I said, praise God. I could care less who people like the best. I know what I'm called to do. I know what I'm called to do. When we don't care who gets the credit, then the purpose of God can be advanced. Am I helping you tonight? And, and, and to walk in the light, to walk in the fullness of everything God has for us to walk in, there's some things that have to happen. Number one, there has to be a rededication. I have to rededicate to what God's asked me to do. There are people under the sound of my voice, sad to say, you've let up on what God asked you to do. You haven't kept, you haven't kept your, your determination. You have not kept your, you've not kept your foot on the accelerator, if you would. Mm-hmm. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching so good. Amen. Amen. There has to be a rededication. I'm going to do what you asked me to do. You gave me light on this, and I'm going to do what you asked me to do. 
Amen. So there has to be a rededication to what God has asked me to do. There has to be a refiring. Paul wrote Timothy and he said, look, when you're facing a challenging circumstance, he said, stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of you. That's there by the laying on of my hands. There are people in the, under the sound of my voice. I have laid hands on you. There have been impartations into your life. There's no reason for you to struggle. There's no reason for you to lose. There's no reason for you not to, live, not to win. You have the equipping. You have the light that God promise it's in you it's on you it's coming out of you you are a faith builder glory be to God amen hallelujah so I have to refire I have to recommit I have to recommit God whatever you want me to do however you want me to do it amen Every, t- every time I walk through those back doors, I recommit to what God's asked us to do. Why? Because I have the light on it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you see this? Because where we're going is going to take all hands on deck. It's going to take everybody in their place. It's going to take every minister firing on all cylinders. It's going to take everybody praying. It's going to take everybody showing up. It's going to take everybody in their position. I don't care what position you have. If you're in the nursery, we need you at your post. If you're in children's ministry, we need you at your post. I was talking to uh, Aunt and Tanya the other night, and we got things we want to move into. We got a building that's coming our way. We got a bigger place that's coming our way. We're going to add programs. We're going to add classes. We're going to add events into everything that we're doing. We need everybody on board. We need everybody with your eyes fixed. Your gaze straight ahead your back ramrod straight and you say I'm going to do this in the name of Jesus and you tell your department if I got to put you on my back and carry you over the hill we're going somewhere we're going somewhere because I've got light on it when God says something to you you've got light when God says it now you have light. Hallelujah. Do you see that? So where we're going, you'll remember that Joshua said to the children of Israel when they were about to go over into the promised land and cross the Jordan, he made a statement. He said, listen, he said, tomorrow morning when we get up, he said, follow closely because you've never been the way that we're going before. And you got to hang on close because we're going somewhere we've never been. We are going somewhere we've never been. Oh, where we've been has been good. We've been walking in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a land of fruitfulness. But where we're going is some place we've never been in the Spirit. It's an area that we've never yet accessed. It's a place not just of healing signs and wonders. It's a place beyond the veil. It's a place beyond the things of the natural. It's a place where we enter into the realm of the Spirit and we begin to have Holy Spirit spirit encounters and we begin to have glorious encounters and the light begins to show and the lives begin to change and the hearts begin to melt we are going into the land of glory hallelujah hallelujah the light the light 
the light. The light will illuminate and reveal. Hallelujah. The light will show you the things the devil's been trying to rob and steal. <laughs> the light will show up and the darkness will flee. And the enemy will drop your stuff and run, you'll see. Because the light will shine. And when the light shines, it will be as if heaven came down and glory filled your soul. And many will go home tonight and the light will greet you there. And many will lay your head on your pillow tonight and the light will greet you there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So look around in the spirit realm. Things are being illuminated. Light is shining. Hallelujah. 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 And for those that will not be denied, and for those that will not be put back, and those that will not be put off, oh, two months won't pass that you'll see drastic changes. You'll see drastic changes. Why? Because the light shows up. And things that you don't know how to do, you'll know how to do because the light will show up. Things you can't see, you're going to see because the light will show up. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 And even now, that light's going to illuminate our land. That light's going to illuminate where our building's at. That light is going to illuminate where we need to go next and what we need to do next. Oh, and what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is just walk in the light. I'm just going to walk in the light and be led to everything God wants us to do. It's going to be so simple and easy. It's going to be, oh, yes it is. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to be sweat free. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Light. Light. And don't let other people come in and start bringing a shadow into your life. you got to walk in the light. There are people in the sound of my voice with a call of God on your life and an anointing on your life. And you've allowed other people that don't see the same way and don't think the same way. And don't have the same heart for the things of God like you do. You've allowed them to come in and they've darkened your vision. They've darkened your vision. And from time to time, you'll step back over into the light. And you'll say, this is where I belong. But then they'll start talking to you again and pull you out. Get in the light and stay in the light. Get in the light and stay in the light, the Lord says. For in the light it's safe. 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 In the light it is safe. In the darkness, it is not. I said in my word, when you walk in the darkness, you stumble. But when you walk in the light, you can see. Get back into the light. Get back into the light. Get back into the light. Say it out loud. Get back into the light. Get back into the light. Oh, hallelujah. 
Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, but what will they think? That won't be a question you'll be asking when you stand before me, says the Lord. If you let them pull you out of the light and you don't walk in everything that I've asked you to walk in, that'll be the last thing you'll be concerned about when you stand before me. Because I said in my word that every man will be judged. His works will be judged by what I ask him to do. And just as in the garden in Genesis chapter 3, I did not allow either one, Adam or Eve, to lay blame. I did not let them play that game. No one will stand before me and blame someone else for the fact that they did not walk in the light of what they were called to do. I will only and personally hold you accountable for that. Hallelujah. 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 Raise your right hand. Put your other hand on your heart. Say it out loud. Father, I purpose to walk in the light, to do everything you've asked me to do, to fulfill the calling on my life. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes, whatever the cost, I belong to you. I'm your son. I'm your daughter. I'm yours in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That settles it. That settles it. Oh, the glory's here. The glory is approval. Hallelujah.